sharing insights into being and becoming a teacher. I'm your host, Morel Lennon, an Associate Professor in Education at Swinburne University of Technology in Melbourne, Australia. I'm curious and I love to use this strength to find out more. So what better way to support others and to create this podcast to be able to gain insights and perspectives from colleagues and friends. I also run Explore and Create Co that runs workshops, delivers coaching and creates resources informed by positive psychology to support all of us in different ways to explore self-care and mindfulness to help us flourish. And so there is no surprise that well-being features in much of this podcast. So I really want to delve further into what it means to be a teacher, what we bring, how we navigate the current climate and tips and tricks that support us being and becoming teachers. In this series, I'm doing something a little different. I'm going solo with a focus on tricky situations and providing some strategies. The aim is to be practical and to provide you with a background into what you can try to support your confidence and support your well-being and self-care as a teacher and a human, really. So join me as we explore some critical moments of being and becoming a teacher and match these with some practical strategies, tips and points of action to help you flourish. we're talking about managing requirements, paperwork and expectations, but particularly focusing on time management skills to help you organize yourself. So managing your time can be really challenging during your initial teacher education program and particularly when you have increased demands like an assignment, uh, due date or when you're on professional experience. So learning how to manage your time and be organized while you teach is an essential skill to cope with the workload. So if you can develop a set of proactive strategies for managing your time during your teacher education degree, and you'll be able to incorporate them and practice them into your teaching practice, this will help you transition into the profession. So the challenges in managing your time can can be related to how you handle your personal and professional demands and also how you look after your time within the classroom environment. So there's lots of layers to manage. And as we discussed in the previous episode, having a look at all the priorities in your life also come into perspective. So you'll encounter many requirements in your university studies and in professional experience replacements. And these include particular expectations in regard to what you need to teach, completing hurdle tasks, undertaking further reading. You're probably going to have to submit some assignments at the same time being on placement. And of course, preparing paperwork and lesson plans for professional experience. So these tasks require you to have effective skills in organizing yourself and managing timelines. For some of you, sometimes this feels like this is an incredible amount of workload, but what it's actually preparing you for is the reality of the classroom. So meeting deadlines is really associated with ensuring you comply with the official requirements of the university, but it's also a requirement of what you need to do in the profession. 
So these requirements require you to be super organized. So maintaining a calendar of key and important dates is an excellent opportunity to develop the scheduling and organizational requirements you'll require as a teacher. So when you transition into the profession, you'll be faced with a number of compliance and organizational requirements. And professional experience provides you a great way to practice kind of a version of this. So one of the things that I've often heard from pre-service teachers that I've worked with is that how to prioritize and juggle all of this and think through it is quite um, tricky at times and that multitasking doesn't work. And so in this episode, I want to talk through how to make mindful lists or mindful list making and thinking through how you help yourself to be organized and What we notice and what you may have noticed with your mentors is that many create a to-do list each day with a set of priorities and most important tasks. And often these are planned in terms of priorities for a day, a week, a month. So we see versions of like this for the classroom in terms of lesson plans, but we also need versions like this for our everyday tasks. So this important aspect of managing your time is to think through what are the priorities And we want to try and think through how can we do this in the best way possible? So there's so many different ways that you can approach this and there's various different pros and cons around it. You might even connect back with a past episode when we looked at bullet journaling as well. So here's some of my tips. I've got four tips for you. At the end of each day, determine what your top five priorities are for the following day. So it's a good idea to write these, this list at the end of the day. So it both helps you switch off, but also it helps you know for future self that you're ready to go for the next morning. My second tip is look at your list of five items. What do you need to do to achieve them? Are there any particular resources you need? Do you need to set them aside so that you can use them? And how long do you need for each of these tasks to be completed? So can you schedule a time frame around your other commitments, i.e. teaching, university assignments, personal life, looking after you, caring, other caring duties that you may have? So if you've got a task, you also need to schedule and think about the time and when are you going to find the time and where is the time in order to do them. So this helps us to be able to be successful and feel like we've accomplished something rather than what many of us feel is we have these massive to-do lists that keep on growing and growing and growing and we never really get to achieve anything. And my third tip is try to be proactive by identifying what possible distractions might occur for you as you work through your list. So take steps to limit those distractions and think through what might happen if those distractions do occur, what's the consequence of them. Now, of course, some distractions, you don't know what they're going to be, but others, when you tune into how you work, but also your daily schedule and other requirements and priorities, you can anticipate what might occur. And the fourth tip, my final fourth tip, is at the end of the week, look back through your list and identify what were you able to achieve and what were you unable to achieve and how can you identify what took your attention and focus away from completing those items. Then also think through, does that task need to be done? How am I going to get that task done? And when will I get that done? 
and enjoy the next one.